let Spencer do his trick Cause you're incapable M's Hello and welcome to Keep Off The Borderlands. My name's Spencer, aka Free Thrall, and this particular episode is my contribution to OSR October. I hope there'll be subsequent episodes, but uh, yeah, too early to say at this stage. Before we get into that, I'm going to share a few messages I've received and I think there's something in the speak pipe Listen here. great to hear your latest episode thank you for the very kind words I do hope you get to feeling better soon or at least get some relief um, hang in there I, I hope to thank you again for appearing on Cerebral 4 that was a great episode and I hope to get you back on Cerebivore soon, and I hope to play some games with you soon. So take care, my friend, and I will talk to you soon. Jason from Nerds RPG Varietycast there, and that is my first message through SpeakPipe. Glad to see that's working. Thank you very much for calling in, Jason. Thanks for your kind words. And, um, yeah, I've got some painkillers for the back. I've booked in to see the physio. Hopefully that might help me uh, set things straight. Yeah, the painkillers are doing the trick for now. Anyway, yeah, really, really enjoyed being on Cerebravore. I'm hoping I might be invited back for the uh, multiverse episode, perhaps. But um, anything, anything. Maybe if we, if we finally get around to having that conversation about the video nasty phenomena in the UK back in the 80s. Almost forgotten about that. Whether that happens on Cerebravore or on your own show, it's certainly uh, an interesting topic. But again, thanks for calling in. Thank you for testing out my speak pipe. At least now I know that works. Yo, what up, Spencer? I'm just recording a quick message while you're off checking the uh, to see who's at the front door because <laughs> that's what just happened in your last episode. Uh, yeah, that book you're talking about, Mysterious Scotland or whatever it's called, sounds amazing because I absolutely love that kind of stuff, dude. I It's fascinating. I really want to live in a country where I can just say something like, oh, there's always a gray man. <laughs> Scotland is amazing. It is in my heart. I need to be there. Um, yeah, man, the Flannan Lighthouse mystery. I've watched a bunch of videos and read all sorts of different reports on that. People are like, oh, this totally happened and it's super spooky. And other people are like, no, it's all made up. None of it can be corroborated. And I, it's fascinating. I absolutely love it. Um, I, I really like what you were talking about with Cthulhu Dark, where they changed it from insanity die to insight dice. Because to me, that that makes more sense even in excuse me even in regards to the fiction like they don't the lovecraft people they don't really go insane right it's not they're not suffering from mental illness they're suffering from too much insight from learning too much like their brain is blown up basically but not 
you know, it, it's different than some sort of mental illness. And like you mentioned, I think it's great that the game kind of went away from that. Because, uh, like I said, it just it's it feels more real to me. Uh, anyway, great stuff. You're probably back from the front door. I hope it was somebody awesome. Take it easy, dude. Peace out. Why do you... Why do I... Why do I what? <laughs> no, I know, I know what's going on there. You're looking to... You're looking for a stop button, aren't you? Um, yeah, the guy at the door was actually looking for accommodation. Unfortunately, I had to send him elsewhere. We don't often get people knocking on the door these days driving past and seeing your place you know th- those days are long gone it's everything's done online now everything's booked through the website or TripAdvisor who take 15 percent. so always best to go direct if you can yeah the the insight die just a small change but it makes a whole lot of sense to me too because yeah you're not you're not going mad you're not going crazy you're not delusional it's not psychosis you know the truth. It's everybody else that's deluded. So, yeah, makes perfect sense. And as I said in the last episode, just removing it from the whole issue of mental health solves a lot of potential problems. And, um, yeah, as for Unexplained Scotland, I've yet to dive into that book, <laughs> surprisingly enough. Yeah, but that that looks looks to be great. And, you know, it wasn't... It's not just... Just Scotland that's like that, the whole of the UK, where I used to live down in Essex. There's so much history, myth and legend down that way. Lots of stuff about witchcraft and I think um, one of the most haunted houses in the UK was in Essex. Borley Manor, is it? I may be getting that wrong. Yeah, and you know, you've got some of that stuff over in the States too. It's just, you know such a big place that I guess that's what comes of living on an island such a huge population everything's quite kind of condensed a lot of history focused into small areas you know you can't throw a stone without hitting a ghost well I guess technically you can't hit a ghost with a stone but you know what I'm saying anyway thanks for your call thanks for your call Joe Joe from Nerds RPG Variety Cast there contacting me through discord another great way to send me a message hey i'm reporting to you live from woburn forest right now i say live this is obviously recording. Um, yes, I'm in Centre Parks in Woburn Forest, Bedfordshire. And it's the first time I've been to this one to visit my folks. My parents are here with us. My sister, brother-in-law and niece. And we're staying in a rather nice, well, it's practically a house. Now, I've recorded from Centre Parks before and attempted to describe it. Listeners outside of Europe who may not know what St. Parks is, it's, it's essentially like the contents of a cruise ship, but scattered around a forest. It's what city folk might consider to be the great outdoors. 
Um, it's a really nice place, perfect for families, perfect for kids. And uh, yeah, everyone's out at the moment doing various activities. I think my oldest is currently playing tennis at the moment. And my, my youngest is uh, having some football fun with mum. Yeah, so I managed to steal a few moments to make a short recording. I was hoping to be able to compile an entire episode while I'm away. But, um, well, time has run away with me. I haven't had a lot of uh, moments to myself. Not necessarily a bad thing. I've been really enjoying it here. Um, actually, I just realised I've got no RPG content for this section whatsoever. I've prepared nothing. Um, I just wanted to make a little recording while I had the chance. Um, I'm trying to put together an episode for OSR October. I'm sure I can cobble together something that I'll be able to release before the month is out. So, uh, fingers crossed. Because, well, I've certainly got a bit more time to myself now. The B&B is closed. We said goodbye to our last guests of the year a week ago. And we get the house back to ourselves, which is great. Which means that uh, gaming sessions should be a lot easier. Although, ironically, October's bit patchy just because you know seasonal breaks and and other stuff going on and um i'm just sitting here looking out on the patio watching uh the squirrels dart around monk jack deer wandering around a little bit earlier rather impressive looking pheasants strutting about and uh, oh look there's a rat now I said I didn't have anything prepared but I've actually got some notes that I made earlier and um, I'd completely forgotten about them as the case often is I will make notes in preparation for an episode. When I get round to recording the episode, I completely forget about the notes I've made. But this time, I've remembered. So, let's take a look at those, shall we? So, I... I discovered the OSR back around 2018 and uh, at that time I was already hearing that it was something that was dead. I looked into it and what I found was an extremely vibrant community and that community has been churning out great material ever since. Seemingly every year Every six months, there's the announcement that the OSR is dead, despite evidence to the contrary. The creators that I discovered back then 
are still producing phenomenal work. I mean, Skirples has currently got a Kickstarter running. The Monster Overhaul, which is going very, very well, which is a huge bestiary designed for at-the-table use, full of useful tools and random tables and um, where Skirple's work is just fantastic and he's one of the first people I discovered creating stuff within the OSR who just blew my mind with how creative this guy is. I also saw that there's an announcement of a fourth edition for Knock, the OSR uh, blog compilation curated OSR material and uh, they've been extremely successful compiled by the mush men so you know lots of life left within the movement as far as I can see I wanted to focus on an area that I've not really spoken about I've tried talking about the OSR in the past with varying degrees of success attempting to define it as I understood it but one of the key things is something I've not really spoken about so rather than focus on its origins from basic fantasy Osric in 2006 then Labyrinth Lord and Swords and Wizardry in 2007 I, I think that my understanding of the OSR and my appreciation of it has less to do with those rule sets although they're fundamental in the establishment of the OSR it's what they've gone on to inspire that I think is truly at the heart or the backbone of why the OSR sticks around why it's still with us why it's still popular what I perceived was going on in the OSR when I discovered it back in 2018 was bloggers looking through the history of the game uncovering and reassessing things that had been lost along the way for whatever reason questioning why these things had been set aside or simply overlooked exploring what happens when you reintroduce these things um, what happens when you stop worrying about balanced encounters what happens when you when you don't have narrative expectations what happens when you forget about elaborate backstories what happens when you remove plot armor what happens when you fully embrace randomness letting the dice decide what happens when player skill trumps character stats in this way i see the osr akin to an archaeological dig where whatever is being uncovered is being reevaluated in a new context. It's also why I don't consider equating the OSR with genuine old school material. Sure, it's compatible with that stuff and can be very useful. Some would say it's fundamental that is compatible with that stuff. But for me, 
It's very much about the material that's being created now. That's what interests me most, the innovations the, that these older rules inspire. It's also the reason that most of the stuff I'm interested in appears to fall under a new heading, the NSR, the New School Revolution. Now, I kind of balked at that name when I first came across it, but I understand that the people associated with creating it, that new label is kind of a tongue-in-cheek move, really, and um, certainly not something to get bent out of shape about. Yeah, so new school revolution. Um, to me, it's more of like a subheading to OSR. It encompasses those things that many consider lay outside the OSR, but they're very much adjacent. They're very much an outgrowth of that movement. They are things created by people building on that being inspired by the OSR movement itself rather than the actual old ways of playing. So, you know, I see that as more of an evolution rather than a revolution. So this, um, this significance of blogging to the OSR is a testament to how accessible it is really, I think. You know, it's, it, it's part of this sort of inbuilt egalitarian nature. It's very much a DIY movement building on those rule sets that came out in the latter part of the 2000s. The majority of which are actually freely available. So, you know, it's it's certainly a movement that was accessible, which is why you end up with so many contributors, I think, which also leads to the nebulous nature. All these disparate individuals making their own contributions, expanding that definition of what OSR can be pushing at the perceived boundaries so much that, you know, there's this ongoing debate. As I say, many of those games that interest me and I enjoy appear to be thought of by a lot of people as going beyond the definition of what constitutes OSR. But the traces are there, the influences, there is a convoluted path that leads back to those core ideas. That's the, that's the way I see it. So the blogosphere, kind of like a sort of a research lab, you know, each blog, a petri dish, growing its own mutation, producing broader varieties of ideas, reaching out in all directions. I mean, thinking about it in terms of taxonomy, if the if RPGs are like dogs, the OSR is like a terrier. Now, in the 18th century, there were only two types of terrier. Now, look at them. And then consider trying to include all terrier crossbreeds 
within that category, it's starting to look very messy, isn't it? So how are we supposed to keep track of all this stuff? For my money, Frothsoft's Thought Eater podcast, his hump day bloggerama that he used to put out every Wednesday was second to none when it came to covering that OSR blogosphere. There's a wealth of information there and they are well worth revisiting. And who knows, one day they may return. More recently, Questing Beast, Ben Milton, he puts out a, a newsletter called the Glatisan, which comes close to what Froth was doing and is possibly one of the best places to get an overview of what's going on in the OSR right now. As I mentioned before, the knock, the series from Merry Mushmen, an adventure gaming bric-a-brac, being a compendium of miscellanea of old school RPGs. This is their blurb. For OSR weirdos and curious D&D heads alike. Well, that's about enough from me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your messages. I really do appreciate those. If you'd like to leave me a message, you can use the messaging function on the Anchor webpage. There'll be a link to that in the show notes, along with a link to SpeakPipe, which may be more helpful for you. You can always message me via my email address. That's Spencer dot free thrall at gmail.com be that text or audio you can find me on twitter at free thrall there's also a keep off the borderlands facebook page and i can be found on discord in the audio dungeon and on a few other channels and if you can figure out how to find me you know more about how it works than i do alternatively you can find links to all those things over on my card page at freethrall one word dot card with two r's dot co I'd also like to thank TJ Drennan for all his wonderful music and it just remains for me to say take it away TJ If celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor. The end! <laughs>